Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in to episode 2 of Combat Contenders, The Fighter's Guidebook. Today, I'm joined by Jordan Smiles Saruda, an amateur Muay Thai fighter and Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu competitor. In this episode, we discuss the concept of martial arts styles, training techniques, and dissect the overall narrative around training in different martial arts. Alright, so I'm going to jump right in. Jordan, welcome. Thank you for joining me today. Um, thanks for having me. Dude, of course. Uh, I'm going to start with the first question, I think, just to kind of get a background of who you are. When did you start training in the martial arts and kind of what made you want to start doing it? Ooh, very recently. I didn't start training jujitsu until like September of 2021. And I had done a little bit of boxing, a little bit of kickboxing at the same gym with us, but uh, I didn't really get serious about it until last year. What made you pick jujitsu over the striking arts, like you mentioned? Uh, too much Joe Rogan. I don't know. Uh, I was always thought MMA was really cool, uh, but I was too worried about getting injured for my job and for my other hobbies and things. But I got up to New York and I found a gym, and jujitsu seemed really cool. You know, UFC. Yeah. So did you mentioned moving to New York? Did you train? in jiu-jitsu before you moved to New York? I was very lightly looking at gyms. I thought it'd be really cool to start. I like knew what an arm bar was, um, but I obviously didn't know anything about martial arts, but it was still kind of at the tail end of COVID. My family was pretty cautious, so I waited till I got out here and was away from all that. And and you kind of made this joke about starting jiu-jitsu because of too much Joe Rogan and stuff. Do you think do you think there's this kind of like meta and culture around jujitsu being this impenetrable martial art? Yeah, definitely that. And Muay Thai is really hot right now, but right before it was like all about boxing. Maybe that's coming around a little bit more again, but I thought I knew a lot about martial arts uh, before I started anything. And then I realized that not only did I not know anything, but it is there's levels to it. Yeah, so like you, you wanted to start, if I'm hearing this right, you wanted to start jujitsu because there was this kind of culture and story and around martial it. art. Yeah, that all, it's like in all the top tens. Yeah, it is amazing. Exactly. Every every tier ranking list has jujitsu up there. Um, but what made you, I guess, like you mentioned, kind of start coming to training Muay Thai and striking? Well, there is this girl. <laughs> Um, that was definitely part of it. I wanted to expand my, uh, social relations. Um, but I was also starting to get very jujitsu, sport jujitsu even though I had like some inkling interest of MMA, like guard pulling, leg locking, old bottom stuff. And, you know, every time we put some gloves on to mess around, I was like, oh, this is very not good. Um, and there's a whole other dimension. Like I said, I really liked the boxing I was doing a little bit. But every time I went up against a kickboxer, it was just terrible. Like I was, the boxing was almost useless until I learned how to deal with the kick. So I realized that there was like lots of holes to the game because jujitsu is a game. And I think Muay Thai is a bit of a game too. They're violent games, uh, but it's not real fighting. And I wanted to learn real fighting. Yeah, so I actually have that as kind of one of my lists of things that I wanted to talk about. I think like we're touching a lot of things that we can dive in deeper to. But like, would you call a jujitsu match a fight? Generally, no, not at the like grappling industries uh, weekend tournament level. But I mean, Mikey Musumeci had a great point about how he did the absolute most traumatic damage to anyone's body that night. He like for that guy's ACL, MCL, LCL, and broke his ankle. At that level, it's dangerous. It's like approaching a fight, yes. But, you know, for grappling industries, the dudes who fight for their bronze medal, no, not really. Yeah, so would would you kind of agree with the statement that maybe many jiu-jitsu practitioners, while they're competing in combat sports, have never really experienced what, a fight is or getting obviously punched in the face while trying to grapple oh definitely for the yeah, and, you, 
Yeah, and you kind of you kind of touched on this a little bit too, like sport versus fighting. Like, how would how would you define mm-hmm. that? You said you got really into sport jujitsu, but then you're uh, obviously talking about like Mikey being a fighter. Mm-hmm. So, what what would you kind of like define as the boundary between the two? Uh, maybe sort of like that. What's that Tenth Planet Kid Adult Slayer? When you're going to break people, maybe that starts a little bit more. Um, but not only like intention behind it, but can actually do it. And the other person can also do it like that high level stuff. Um, because no fighter, like no boxer, no Muay Thai person can step into ADCC and think that they're going to win that exchange. Like even if they can punch the other person in the face, it's just not going to happen. Um, so the whole like sport thing. If people know jujitsu, like if it's MMA and they like counter train that, obviously it doesn't work. Like look at Ryan Hall just getting knocked out uh, from bottom with like, you know, some success. He's some notoriety, but it's just not good to be underneath someone when they can punch you in the face. Yeah. So that's, that's really interesting that you bring that up about training jujitsu with the kind of end goal in mind like if you train jujitsu and only jujitsu and think you're going to be successful in a fight i think it's definitely possible um against someone who doesn't know anything for sure it's like a huge step up so you mentioned you have like goals in mma so what are what are some of those aspirations that you have there uh some ideas here and there i not sure exactly how far i want to take it i definitely want to get at least one amateur fight this coming summer see what happens see how i feel i'm probably gonna keep doing grappling tournaments as well as some more muay thai fights because i feel like you have to do the specific thing to hone that specific edge and then Mm -hmm. maybe i'll come back and bring back to mma see if i can put it all together but i think i'm choosing a very long circuitous route so i don't have a huge end goal in sight it's not like get my black belt that's okay do this for 10 years just this very focused on this and i can probably achieve that but yeah so goals in mma are more lofty maybe yeah i definitely hear that it's 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 not really like something you can pinpoint um so but you've competed in both jujitsu and muay thai fights correct yes can you kind of explain what your first jujitsu tournament was like Oh, and how, how going into that, you don't have to go into details in each match, but just kind of like what the preparation was like, what what it was like competing, etc. Yeah. So I had been training jujitsu for about a month before our coaches started uh, expressing that there was going to be a tournament coming up if we want to do it to talk to them soon. And I was like, yeah, I'm, I think I'm ready. My general idea as a no-stripe white belt was no one sweep no one attack and know how to get out of the side control that's that was my prerequisites for going into this competition so not super high goals um and how did how did you do in that competition so my first three matches one of them i was actually up the other two i pretty instantly got choked out gave up my back just like didn't know what i was doing one i was somehow winning on points before i got almost put to sleep but then I had a little break was very frustrated had to talk with my coaches and I was like fuck this and Nogi came around and I ended up putting two people to sleep back to back and I think I came away with bronze in that tournament for Nogi nice all right so on that real quick shot fire question do you prefer Gi or Nogi oh Nogi for sure okay Um, yeah now can you compare that experience in your first jujitsu competition to your first Muay Thai fight in your smoker? Hmm. So the first jujitsu experience, I had obviously competed my whole life in other sports, but it's very different. Uh, the adrenaline dump is so much stronger in anything combat related, um, even then contact sports or anything. So my first few jujitsu matches, I had complete tunnel vision. It was like I almost couldn't see anything at all. I couldn't hear my coaches. So once I got through that dump, it was a lot easier. Um, 
And then, you know, as I did more and more comps, the dump became less and less noticeable. So I was kind of going into the smoker with that in mind. That could happen, but I'm just going to have this really clear focus to avoid that from happening. Just like, what is my game plan? What do I want to execute? And I very luckily didn't dump until after my uh, my fight, my smoker. So I was completely clear-headed as if it was sparring. I feel like I was able to pull a lot of tricks out that you know I saw on Instagram or whatever that normally you don't have access to when you're super stressed. Mm-hmm. But I was able to flow and just have an amazing time. And then I went upstairs and I was like, wait, what happened? Yeah, that's... and. Just just for a time reference, you said you were training about two months before your first mm-hmm. jiu-jitsu competition. How long did you train Muay Thai before your first smoker? Um, Almost exactly a year. I went to AFL promotions and watched some of those fights, and I was like, oh, this is really sick. I want to do this. I love the promotion. I love the show of it. I love the, like, the multiple fights back-to-back, but there's only, like, one mat where, like, jiu-jitsu there's 12 mats going on all at the same time it's a little hectic it's hard to watch um i was like i think i could do this i want to try this and that's when i started training and it took me yeah almost on the dot one year from when i went to that event to my first smoker actually it was on the dot july 15th oh wow yeah that's really that's really interesting um do you think the time commitment between the two i'm gonna i'm gonna kind of circle back to one of my original questions do you think the time commitment between the two kind of speaks to the fightness aspect of the sport right like i feel like i I, i'm similar i competed in my first jujitsu tournament i mean i maybe trained like twice a week for like a month or two months and i got like second in nogi Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, it's the beginner division. Um, meanwhile, yeah, like there's a there's an entire fight camp and preparation in Muay Thai. Do you think that kind of speaks to the level of if it's a fight or not a fight, or and if so, or if not, why? Uh, I definitely think it adds to the experience. Like, I think my smoker was so memorable and so um, important or impactful for me because of all that time. I put into it but I feel like that's more a reflection of our gym being like we're taking this seriously and I think most gyms do because there's a lot more quote-unquote stakes behind uh, a smoker even or an, an amateur fight whereas grappling tournaments it's like you can just show up you don't need a coach you don't really need to do these things but I feel like if it was different if the culture was more based around super fights or something for jujitsu. Uh, where it was the same format of like one, maybe two mats. Everyone's going there to watch like it's high level stuff. Um, I don't think it in, it makes it inherently more of a fight, but I definitely think it raises the level a bit. Yeah, and you and you brought this up. How how are the cultures different? I mean, you've trained mm-hmm. only Muay Thai and you've trained only Jiu Jitsu. Mm-hmm. Like, do you think each style of training breeds a certain type of fighter in terms of personality and just, like, what well, your insight? Yeah, I don't know if it so much breeds or attracts, but I generally find jujitsu people are way more nerdy about things. Like, they will spend hours after the mat, after the class on the mats, like, trying to figure things out, waiting, like, getting kicked out by the professors. I mean, that's at least something at my gym. Um, I'd be doing the same thing like anytime you're out in social gatherings if you have two jujitsu people it's going to start getting talked about and if there's one person that doesn't know what the hell they're talking about they're just gonna sit there for a few hours listening mm-hmm. um, and Muay Thai I feel like people like definitely get into it but people can go either way of like very casual or very into it Um that's the only time I've really talked to people about it outside of uh, training. Like if I see somebody wearing a Muay Thai shirt or something, they're like very trying to be hardcore into it. Like I've trained in Thailand. I've been doing this for 10 years. Like I'm amazing. Or they're like cardio kickboxing level. Yeah, that's that's interesting. Do you think that jujitsu in general maybe attracts 
more of those detail-oriented people, or do you think it is the sport because there's such a vast variety of techniques and detail-oriented moves that it kind of makes people have to think about it that way? Like if you're yeah. gonna stick with if you're gonna stick with jujitsu, you kind of have to be that detail-oriented. Yeah, definitely both. I mean, I w- there's a lot of people that they do one thing and they do that for a very long amount of time so um i don't think it absolutely forces i think it's the path of more resistance for sure i think both i think um it attracts those types of people when they realize oh there's so many things here like it's fun and it really traps them in or it'll like force people to get a little bit of more of that like analytical break things down research on your own type of thing Mm. Yeah. And then how does training differ between the two? I mean, you mentioned like you've you've done two fight camps now. Was there ever I mean, I feel like jujitsu training might have gotten ramped up a little bit before a tournament, but was there any sort of fight camp before the tournament? As of right now, no. There there really hasn't been where like in talks about getting a comp team ready uh together. But it's mostly been, oh, you want to fight or you want to do this grappling tournament? Cool, sign up and I'll see you there. There's been a little bit of, uh, okay, today we're like, if you're competing, you're on bottom and everyone's going to mount you and you have to escape like just over and over and over. Um, Like a little bit of like, hey, points matter. Hey, like be good at this. I don't know. Do some yeah. training on your own, but nothing like a camp. And then and what what would a camp kind of look like? Um brutal. So yeah. uh, you know, we're supposed to be doing our three point five hours of exercise a day outside of our sparring, outside of our um strength and conditioning, outside of our hard sparring. Um we got to be doing like a bunch of clinch work. We got to be doing lots of pad work, especially some hard pad work at least once a week. You're doing a lot of all the technical stuff, one-on-ones. We're working with the same partners over and over again. Get there at 6 p.m., leave if we're good at 9, like every single day, five to six days a week. Yeah, and why why do you think maybe there's, there's so much emphasis of on that training uh i think part of it has to do with like i don't want to say the prestige of the gym or anything but it is kind of a stakes to put a fighter out there so you really don't want to have a bad showing where in grappling industries or the good fight or whatever local tournament you're going to there's always another one right around the corner and there's so many people like no one is really watching um if like one of your guys is not super great but i feel like when we're just putting one person out there or maybe three people um on one card it's like okay there's people are gonna remember the name of the gym chop and chops interesting yeah and so that's kind of like an interesting contrast that you bring up that there's so much detail and technique in jujitsu um, and then some aspects of Muay Thai is honestly just like go in there and bang and smash. Like, yeah, you got jab, cross, hook, kick, like, and then you're done. Obviously, there's a lot more techniques in Muay Thai, but you can you can have a pretty good fight with those with those four techniques. Mm-hmm. And and when I say harder in this next question, it doesn't necessarily have to be physically. Um, in what ways do you think training jujitsu? is more difficult or harder than Muay Thai. Um, Damn, yeah. I feel like there's a big emphasis on Muay Thai for safety reasons that, hey, if you're a giant sparring someone like me that walks at like 130, 140, don't murder them. Like, it doesn't matter how much better I am than you. If you're 300 pounds and you hit me slowly in the head, like... Mm-hmm. It's going to do way more damage. Whereas in jujitsu, it's like, yeah, you can sit on that person. Like, there's definitely a culture that shuns um, strength, but also 
that's like just part of it like you need to get better technique some people are just stronger than you and it's relatively safe for them to use all of their strength um compared to striking so the size is definitely a thing also just when you have such a big ocean of technique and you have so many options when you feel like you've taken like one route to the end of it's like to fruition I was like, okay, I started out with triangles and I only did triangles for nine months and then my knees were falling apart and I was like, you have to do other jujitsu. There's so much. I had like a three month waiting period of, I don't know what the hell to do of me trying things. So sometimes you can definitely get lost in technique and like have a lack of focus on where you want to be going because there's so much options, so many options. Mm -hmm. Whereas in Muay Thai, it's like, it's fine to show up and just hit pads hard and like tweak your kick a little bit or like work on your slip like tighten things up that's like never bad um Mm -hmm. yeah so i think getting lost in technique and also just getting smashed by giant people (laughs) yeah and then so the other way around what in what ways would be training more thai kind of be more difficult Mm -hmm. than jujitsu um, I think it's the opposite reason when there's less things to work on because um, I'm a professional tennis coach and I find that teaching or learning striking is very akin to tennis because there's like a similar amount of tools and a lot of the concepts like rhythm and spacing and timing are super similar um, and I feel like I have to relearn almost all of the lessons I teach every day like I'm on court for like five to seven hours teaching this one concept about timing or spacing or like getting certain reactions and then i go to train and i'm fucking all of those things up and having to like relearn them in this new context so it's like much more nuanced all of the the like wealth of knowledge in muay thai it's not as easy as oh look at this new like fucking arm bar from guard um and you can just play around with different toys because there's like you have eight but really for amateurs like most amateurs you have like six limbs you can use there's only a set amount of ways they can come so it's about the the back and forth the like language of the sport and just way harder to learn without good coaches and like good information good training partners around you yeah i i've been actually thinking about that a lot recently i mean i feel like i am by no means a efficient jujitsu practitioner or even i wouldn't say that i i mean i feel like i'm i feel like i'm okay and i feel like i'm not i feel like i'm not great obviously um and i feel like it's because i feel like i can learn some sneaky techniques i mean mm-hmm. so for people that don't know i've trained in hapkido for almost as long as i've trained in karate which is the most funny. dangerous of martial arts exactly but um you mean karate right yeah exactly so i've trained in hapkido which is another korean martial art um that has a lot of wrist locks and joint manipulation from standing or kind of like awkward positions or wrist grabs and gi grabs and stuff like that um so i feel like i can get away with some tricky and sneaky stuff in jujitsu that makes me seem good in when I'm rolling and stuff, but I feel like a lot of my fundamentals are still not mm-hmm. strong. Um, You're very good at wrestling. Thank you. I, I appreciate that. But um, my my point is, do you think? I feel like it's in BJJ. It's at least at the earlier levels, like you said, at the at mm-hmm. the higher, more elite levels, like you're gonna get chewed out. Mm-hmm. Um, in BJJ, I feel like you can kind of hide behind some tricks. Oh yeah, techniques and just some trick, just just some sneakiness that you can't really hide from in Muay Thai. You can't like do a sneaky jab or a sneaky something, something you're going to get your legs kicked out or overhand in the freaking face. Like, I mean, coming from the karate boy who can kick me any which way. I mean, I'm a, I'm going to say this though. I had my karate in Muay Thai did not work until I learned the fundamentals. Yeah, sure. Like I couldn't, if I couldn't block a jab cross and check a, check a kick, like my karate would would be useless like i would get smashed in the legs i i didn't know how to block boxing my boxing was terrible i had no head movement so 
my fundamentals, my lack of fundamentals prevented me from doing the tricky stuff. Mm -hmm. I feel like in jujitsu, you can almost have, and correct me if I'm wrong, I obviously don't have much experience in this, but I feel like a lack of fundamentals, you can almost do some trickiness. Like if someone gets your back, you can hit like a sneaky wrist lock or that there's, yeah. there's like some at the lower levels. Yeah. Like you can, you can almost hide behind that a little bit, which. And that's just the sport version of jujitsu that I was really trying to get away from because like I said, I, it's not an exaggeration. I spent the first nine months of my uh, jujitsu journey just doing triangles, like triangles from the back, triangles from side control, triangles from bottom side control, just every which way. And my fundamentals were kind of terrible. Like, I could frame and I could avoid getting subbed, but I would just be on bottom getting smashed until I could somehow wiggle into a guard and then get a yeah. triangle. But if that's MMA, I'm getting knocked out in the first five seconds. That's not a good way to like train self-defense or anything. Yeah. And then I guess I kind of want to now do the opposite of the questions I just asked. Like, in what ways do you think training jujitsu is easier? And Muay Thai. Um, I mean, it's definitely easier again because of all the variety of things. Um, and you could just go in any direction. The other thing is jujitsu, when somebody is bad or doesn't know jujitsu, jujitsu is just an instant hack that you will win the exchange nine times out of ten even if there's a size disparity that's like not gigantic if i am training for one month and i bring a friend in i'm gonna crush that person if we're at all similar sizes and now that i've been training for like a little over two years i can handle people like on the like low experience level that are significantly larger than me um mm -hmm. so it's really nice to sometimes just choose your rounds and just be the hammer and smash and feel good about yourself <laughs> uh that's kind of fun sometimes and then obviously you know i spent all last night being the nail whereas the muay thai even if people are kind of new and fucky sometimes the unpredictability of it makes it harder especially if they don't know how to control their power and are large um if they just hit you too hard like obviously you can turn it up and i can't go and like okay i'm gonna kick you much harder and I'm going to move a lot faster but the new person isn't really going to get it so much and it's just kind of going to amp up and get more dangerous for everyone whereas jujitsu I could just hold them I could just stop them from doing things if I want have a little conversation of like hey don't do that mid roll yeah I think there's kind of it's weird because like you said like Mikey obviously did the most damage to anyone in that one FC fight night. But in terms of training, there's this kind of like level disparity where mm -hmm. new people, I feel like in Muay Thai, I feel like Muay Thai can be inherently more dangerous for people that don't know what they're doing. Just, would you agree with yeah. that? Mm, no. Okay. Um, why like do you I, I guess maybe I, I'm I'm phrasing it wrong but mm -hmm. well I think there are people that have been training Muay Thai for a while that still like hit too hard and don't get that in their head um and most new people I feel like it's more often than not there's a new person coming to Muay Thai and I know I'm gonna be fine even if they're like taller than me like larger than me I can like keep my distance I can just like run the whole time if I absolutely needed to um, whereas in jujitsu, like the new, new people are sometimes the absolutely most dangerous there are because they're just going to flail around and not know what the hell they're doing. And that's where it's less likely that yeah. my brain is going to get injured, but I could just like have my knee destroyed by some person trying to jump guard because they saw it in Instagram or TikTok okay. or something. Instagram. Yeah. Yeah, I guess, I guess then my, let me rephrase it a little bit. Do you think, I guess, I guess what I'm trying to get at is I feel like you said you can kind of run, hit light. You don't have to like go really hard in Muay Thai, but then you're not doing Muay Thai. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah. I feel like you can do jujitsu and not hurt people. 
I feel like you can't actually do Muay Thai. And like, I feel like you're going to, without what I'm trying to say, beating. yeah, yeah. No, you know what I'm trying to say? Like 100%. you can't, you can't hit someone really hard in the stomach and not hurt them. You can put someone in a leg lock or arm bar and, and just hurt wait. them. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and so that's, that's what I think kind of like that difference is it's, and I think, I think honestly, a lot of BJJ practitioners specifically, I think, like you said, at the elite level, a lot of people understand what is happening. And like you said, the the adult slayer or whatever his name was that comes from 10th planet, um, they know what they're doing. I think there is a certain point, and I think there is like this weird thing in jujitsu where you're like, oh, I'm doing an arm bar and they're going to tap and we're all going to be friends. And mm -hmm. it kind of is this mindset where like it's the name, the gentle, peaceful art, like that mm -hmm. is the name. It's this kind of mindset where it's like, oh, we're being nice and friendly. And I think that mindset is great for sport and competition. But at the end of the day, like we're training to break bones and choke people out like that isn't gentle. Mm -hmm. And that's just that's just kind of like where where I'm trying to kind of wrap my head around it, at least. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely both in both martial arts. Like, I feel like when somebody new comes to the gym, when they're very Muay Thai, when they have like their tie shorts on and they got the little like foot tap going on and their lead leg, I feel like those are the people that are going to work with you the most. And they're like, check and reply, but everything's nice and light and playful. And there's like mm -hmm. a respect there when they're like in it but then there's other people who are like quotes mmae um even if they're not like fighters. skilled in that but that's like yeah or fighter exactly that's a great word yeah that's the style of their upbringing it's very much like i'm trying to hit you all the time um so i think in both jujitsu and muay thai you're gonna find people who like don't like have that like understanding and respect then mm -hmm. the nice thing about the martial arts is that when you're more skilled than them you can you know show them respect the shit out of them a little yeah bit. yeah yeah i mean it's interesting like you even said like you're doing jujitsu against maybe a new person that is kind of flailing or not knowing what they're doing you can choke them and put them in a long bar and they'll be fine you get someone in muay thai that's doing that you like necessarily yeah it's frowned upon in some cases to beat them up because like you can yeah. like you don't want to like this new person that is maybe lighter than you or smaller than you and they're just being an ass you don't want to like teep them in the face like you can't yeah. do that in training ever mm -hmm. like it's just this weird kind of like dichotomy behind it i guess yeah it's a weird balance of both where in both cultures i feel like there's a lot of like respect uh but then there's also like if you disrespect that the agreement we're having to play this game then like mm, you asked for it yeah yeah that... so it's like you know very um back and forth i don't think there's a great consensus on it i think it depends gym to gym as well but do you think like I said, that like some people don't understand that you're like training to break bones. Mm -hmm. Like they get, they're like, oh, an arm bar hurts my elbow and this lock hurts my shoulder and oh, I'm mm -hmm. getting choked. But like they don't fully comprehend like, oh, if I didn't tap or didn't stop, I'd completely snap this person's arm. Yeah. Do you think that like I, I think back to like the jujitsu dojo, like Gracie jujitsu dojo storming days and stuff like do you think jujitsu is getting watered down? slightly because of it and even if it is is that a good thing or a bad thing like people are becoming more technical with their grappling but they're mm -hmm. losing how to defend themselves from a punch like you said if you're in bottom guard you're gonna get smashed in mma so like i'm yeah. curious about your perspective on that i mean i would argue that most jujitsu practitioners in the early days of like you know ufc one or whatever like the very few people doing it also unless they're training other martial arts were probably not good at getting punched in the face um i think there are definitely you know some notable gyms that like have a bad rep and are watering down jujitsu uh by implementing certain things like not allowing people to compete or whatever other mcdojo stuff is going on in that regard but overall i mean jujitsu has 
never been more interesting and like mm-hmm. confusing. Yeah. And I think that it's like only for the benefit of martial arts and MMA and jujitsu because people are getting more of like, okay, this, like, don't do this in a fight. Like, I feel like that happens in class a lot of like, if you're at a bar, don't ever fucking do this. We're doing this here. You mean like pull guard? <laughs> like, don't. Yeah. Don't butt scoot and go shin to shin to enter a leg lock. It. What are you doing? Yeah. Get a takedown, take their back, choke them out. But there's so much more like information out there and it just keeps growing and getting bigger. It just like keeps expanding. So I wouldn't say that the watering out gyms and cultures are expanding faster than like actual jujitsu. Yeah. And I'm, I'm kind of going to give two other martial arts to kind of compare this to. Um, like you're saying, jujitsu is getting so focused in on the grappling that the grappling itself is just becoming one of the best grappling sports in the world. Mm-hmm. I mean, better than sambo, judo, traditional jujitsu, stuff like that. It, it, like jujitsu is the sport. Um, like boxing, like boxing only focuses on punches. If you want to learn how to punch, you learn to box. Mm-hmm. You don't learn sanda or karate or or something like that. And so, I think that's one of the positives of jujitsu getting so focused in on grappling. Um, but then, like I said from earlier, like I come from a karate background, um, and I just see some of like the similar things happening in jujitsu that happened to karate. Mm. Like, oh, easy belts or not even easy belts, but it's like, oh, in ju- like how many gyms do you know that in jujitsu, like even just like slap wrestle, like slap mm-hmm. grapple, like in karate, it's like, oh, if you're not a black belt, you can't punch your back fist to the face like Mm -hmm. why like why can't i do that why can't i kick the legs why can't i like Mm -hmm. karate is becoming like became this sport almost in a way like we can we trained karate to compete in the sport and the competition Mm -hmm. and not to fight and i just i'm i'm thinking of jujitsu in that sense as well like jujitsu a lot of people are training to compete in the sport and Mm -hmm. not to fight and i think I think part of it is like a media thing. Like jujitsu has been pervasive, at least in American media, since like UFC one, and people have mm-hmm. seen what like actual jujitsu can do. And so I think that's why it still has a big reputation. And there are people, obviously, that are training jujitsu to its full effect. Um, whereas karate, it's becoming more of that McDojo lifestyle, and then mm-hmm. you kind of forget what the actual martial art is, if that makes sense. Yeah, I think most people aren't psychos like us and like to get punched in the face and punch people really hard while other people watch. I think yeah. most people aren't like me having a jujitsu. Like when I go into train, I'm thinking about positions of where can I hit them? Like, where am I going to get hit for MMA? Mm-hmm. Um, I think for the vast majority of people, even if they're doing competitions, it's a hobby. It's the same it's thing a, as, you know, people going to play golf tennis or whatever you don't have to say like oh that swing isn't good enough for self-defense like you're yeah yeah so i mean i mean even just that sentence right there like the sportification i guess of the combat sport it's just it's it's it's, i'm not trying to say it's a negative or positive i'm just saying it's a very interesting like observation to see like you said you don't go shin on shin and pull Mm -hmm. guard and go for a leg entanglement while that stuff is amazing for the sport, I feel like the core of what jujitsu is as a martial art is is getting muddied then. Does that make sense? Uh, yes and no. I, I still feel like there's there's tons of high-level jujitsu <laughs> athletes around, and it's like constant pressure testing. So if you ever go to like a serious gym or something that has like good people that are like competing at the highest levels you're gonna get smashed there's no advanced yeah. about it i feel like there's not that much delusion around it mm-hmm. i feel like there's always going to be delusional thinking and like oh i could do this i could fucking do ufc yeah but it's a lot less so in jujitsu 
Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, like the pervasiveness of the craziness in karate Mm -hmm. is quite wild. Um, And that's just kind of like what I was thinking about. But anyway, we, we can pivot a little bit about, I mean, we've kind of touched on it a little bit, MMA and kind of like your aspirations for it. Um, and it's, it's honestly going to be kind of related to what we talked about. Do you think jujitsu is a good foundation for MMA? Yes. I would say grappling. Okay. And what, what would you say the difference between them are? Um, I mean, the main real other option I would say is wrestling. Um, mm-hmm. Probably would be better because Ooh. lots of wrestling plus a little bit jujitsu seems to be a good combo for MMA. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas lots of jujitsu and a little bit of wrestling seems to be less reliable. Um, yeah. Just so that was the like habits. And that was actually going to be one of my questions is, do you think someone starting off brand new, fresh and interested in MMA, would you recommend them starting to learn jujitsu or do you recommend them to learn more of like a positional wrestling style first Mm. damn well just because my understanding and knowledge of wrestling is very novice and very low i would still say jujitsu i think you're gonna get you're gonna learn faster you're gonna learn more faster is my experience of jujitsu because it's like it's a much more um, expansive view of grappling like it's mm-hmm. not taking down and pinning it's like a lot to work on the ground I mm-hmm. as a new white belt was able to tap out wrestlers like pretty consistently when they were new to jiu-jitsu as well like they could yeah obviously take me down but they're never getting a submission they were like just there to hold me mm-hmm. and it like kind of pinholes people Whereas I feel like jujitsu is a lot more like expansive in what they do, but they have a huge flaw of uh, avoiding standing in jujitsu. In jujitsu, yeah. interesting. Yeah, and then so again, so if someone was brand new and was interested in starting MMA, so you already said jujitsu over wrestling, mm-hmm. would you recommend they start learning jujitsu? Or more Thai first? I would still say jujitsu. Ooh, okay. Um, I mean, there's like tons of things on YouTube, whatever, but uh, my coach says this uh, example a few times of if you put like a three-star white belt and a guy who's been training Muay Thai for a year in a room and say only one of you is walking out, I'm going to bet on the jujitsu guy. Because once you get grabbed, like I said, it's a hack. If you don't know jujitsu, you're just like leagues ahead of everyone else. Okay. And then final question, kind of like in this little string, someone brand new wanting to start MMA, don't learn jujitsu or Muay Thai. I I know it's not a style, but learn MMA. Where would, would that be a recommendation? I mean, it's so subjective. It also depends on the gym. Like, yeah, jujitsu is not jujitsu anywhere you go. Like, there's mm-hmm. different levels. There's different styles. It's the same with Muay Thai and MMA. Yeah, I don't. You know, it's more about the martial artist than the martial art. I mm-hmm. think you should get good at something. I think it's. I think about skill acquisition as rock climbing like i'm not gonna jump at the wall and hope something sticks i'm gonna get one handle that's like really strong and then i'm gonna get another one and then like maybe i'll put my foot up and i'll like slowly kind of climb up and like just take one reach at a time like okay i'm getting good at like guard now let me look a little bit at takedown uh let me try some striking and trying to put everything together like that whereas if you're doing it all at once like you can't learn that much when you're split that thin like i feel like my jujitsu got decently good very fast over my first year because i was all in on that 
And then this past year, I've been all in on Muay Thai, and I definitely feel like my jujitsu and grappling in general has slacked a lot mm-hmm. um, at the cost of that. But I feel like it's a better way to train and like actually be able to learn things rather than consistently be mediocre for a much longer time. Yeah, I mean, you kind of... I feel like some of the most famous MMA fighters, I mean, not all of them. I mean, I feel like if you look at Sean O'Malley or like Mm -hmm. DJ, they clearly are mixed martial artists in Mm -hmm. their style. But then you look at some people like Khabib, who is a wrestler. Mm -hmm. And then you look at uh, Izzy Adesanya, and he's a striker. And like they have kind of like an expertise in an area that has they've obviously filled in the holes of their game like you're saying supplementing the training um but then they've clearly shown expertise in one area Mm -hmm. um there's kind of like this and you and you brought this up a little bit this phenomenon where it's like oh if you want to do mma you need jujitsu wrestling and muay thai and that's it and like you don't need anything else um, but then you mentioned it's the martial artist, not the martial art. Mm-hmm. Um, can you speak to that? Do you think someone can be kind of successful in MMA without having those three? Let's say instead of jujitsu and Muay Thai, it's Sanda and Sambo. Mm-hmm. Like what? Would... Yeah. Uh, yeah. You need to know how to punch, and you need to know how to like not get punched and you need to know how to grapple. I don't like at a certain point, the lines between like, okay, this person doesn't train jujitsu. They train catch wrestling or lucha libre or something like that. Like it doesn't matter so much. It matters. Like, can you do the skills, which is something I like about MMA where I feel like if I am physically able to pick somebody up, regardless of what you'd call it a mat return or like whatever as a mash (laughs) i can physically pick somebody up and put them on the ground and then hit them there i feel like if if that person can't stop me that's their fucking problem like this is supposed to be a fight all the rules of like oh no you actually can't catch kicks and kickboxing you can't do this you can't do that um that's where i get frustrated yeah in terms of like no go ahead no, I was just going to say, I mean, I make this joke all the time and I know you're like, roll your eyes at me. But like when I see something, I'm like, that's karate or it's all karate. I mean, it's not karate. It's Muay Thai, but it's also, it's mm-hmm. not Muay Thai. It's Sanda, oh, but it's not yeah. Sanda. It's also like Kung Fu. Like, like you said, there's a certain point. There's this nice analogy that I like that every martial arts is on the same mountain and mm-hmm. we're all trying to get to the same peak but we can all take different paths to get there, right? And so at the beginning, the bottom of the mountain, we're all spread out. We're all learning mm-hmm. different things and different approaches and techniques. But the higher you get in skill, the closer and closer you're getting together and the closer mm-hmm. you're getting to the peak. Right? Mm-hmm. Oh, just like this pure idea of martial arts, like all-encompassing fighting. Yeah, like you learn... Like, yeah, karate roundhouse kick versus Muay Thai versus Dutch kickboxing style roundhouse kick. They're all Mm. different, but they're all trying to accomplish the same thing. Yeah. You're trying to smash someone with your shin or your foot in their face or leg or body. Like, Mm. that's what you're doing. Um, Or like, that's what we're theoretically practicing in like Taekwondo of like the touching. Yeah, exactly. So we can can get into that at a different time about pressure testing and practicality of martial arts i mean i say this all the time i'll touch on it quickly like when people make fun of certain martial arts it kind of almost bothers me to a certain extent because there are like tropes about taekwondo or aikido Mm -hmm. and stuff but they exist in mainstream culture for a reason they haven't fallen away and out of style for a reason like i'm sure you can't name all million styles of kung fu right Mm. but like we know aikido we know taekwondo like to me the fact that they're still existent proves some of their legitimacy if that makes sense 
and legitimacy in terms of like a hobby or a cultural significance, but I wouldn't say legitimacy in terms of fighting because we already talked about the delusional piece of people yes. there. Um, yeah. But like, I don't think just because something doesn't have use for us for fighting, it should be avoided. Like mm-hmm. then the majority of sports would be gone. We would only have gladiator style sports and that's not hey, what we want. I wouldn't be opposed to that, but I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But, um, yeah, that's interesting. I think, I think we disagree slightly on that, but that's okay. Um, yeah, I guess one, one last thing I kind of want to ask you about is kind of like what your plans are for the future. I know you talked about like you wanted to do MMA and training jujitsu and training Muay Thai. We talked about the differences between the two. I feel like this episode, we talked in a circle a lot. Um, mm-hmm. There was a lot of points, and we're trying to tie it all together. But if you could culminate what we've talked about today, mm-hmm. and kind of give like a like a two to three sentence advice to someone wanting to start in training martial arts, mm-hmm. what they should do, benefits of jujitsu versus Muay Thai or Muay Thai versus jujitsu, kind of kind of give a summary and what did you get out of today's episode? Uh, just start training and and honestly doesn't matter what like it's gonna take a while for you to be able to step into a ring or cage or even on the mats for a jiu-jitsu tournament just start training and figure out for yourself what actually works or not because i spent a lot of time listening to podcasts or watching youtube videos on like top tens uh to figure out the best plan of attack on like how i'm gonna get to mma or whatever um you don't even know if you're gonna fucking like it because yeah things about it are very brutal and sometimes like not fun not everyone can handle getting punched in the face or getting smothered by someone who's 100 pounds heavier than you on top so Mm -hmm. just start training try to enjoy the process set goals along the way but don't get too set in like planning out your journey before you even get there all right. Well, yeah, that was that was good. Um, well, I really enjoyed today's conversation. I think we touched yeah, on a lot of important things. Um, yeah, thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me. I hope everyone enjoyed today's episode. I have a lot of guests lined up as we begin to dive deeper into the world of martial arts. From karate champions to the first female pro MMA fighter from Delaware, Combat Contenders is about to unpack the entire competitive martial arts universe. Until next week, this is Christian Double Decker Dexter signing off.